Sean, if money is the root of all evil. Oh, here we go. Why is it the fruit of our labor? <laughs> I went deep. <laughs> You're uh, deep. I'm in deep. the ditch. I'm treading put, put, water put in the put, ditch. Put your boots on because I did go deep. The tadpoles are nibbling deep. at my Ooh, toes. Okay. <laughs> I did, that, 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 that kind of was a, a little bit of a tactile recollection, you know. Well, better a, that, better that, better poet, that than Bill. a snapping turtle. I am a poet. You're, you are a poet. You are a poet. But, um, yeah, it, we'll kind of explore this further as we talk about the poor. Will we? But, you know, I did think that, so. That I think mean, so. Do you have an answer related. to that? I don't have an – I have no answer. No rhetorical question. I, because, I, you know, I love a good – I love a nice paycheck as well as anyone else. I certainly do. But, you know, I, I suppose at what expense? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a ponderation. <laughs> a ponderation. Yeah. So we're, we're – this is – what number are we now? What, what are we Now we're now? at 20, episode 28. 20, we're, we're, we're approaching the big three O. Which was, which was a birthday was really hard for me. Hi, everybody. Hello. Episode 28. 28. And uh, you are who? Who are you, ma'am? My name is Sean. Sean. Last time I checked. Sean. Although that's officially Sean not of my name. Jungle. Did you know that, Bill? I did know that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone what your real name is because I would not do that, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean is my real name, too, but it's my middle I name. I think that is the coolest combination. Pers- I know maybe you don't like it. No one likes their name. I don't. No, I like my. But Stacy Sean is the most unusual combination, and I thought. You I know, guess that was so unusual. That's why that you know she had to. My mom had to break tradition because she doesn't remember why they never called me Stacy. Is that right? Yeah, she doesn't know why. So, or at least she hasn't. That told was me. not your idea to not go by. No, Stacey. I've always been Sean. You've always been Sean because you look more like a Sean than a Stacy to me. I agree. Mm-hmm. What does a Sean look like? Sean is more of a uh, I don't know someone that, that likes to hitchhike across Europe and <laughs> and what Stacy. Stacy's like? more of a cheerleader that likes to make fun of other girls. In I was the a cheerleader. Lot. Well, I know that, but you're a, you were a nice cheerleader. You were not one of those oh, mean sometimes. girls. So, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stacy's out know, there. I did apologize you know I to could all the Stacy's out there. When I was a cheerleader, that's amazing to think about. Now we're in Tai. You and I are in our Tai Chi class for people over I thought fifty. You were say we're, in our, we're, we're in our octogenarian years. <laughs> no. We're, like, we're in our, our our elder, you know, elder care ta- and we, <laughs> Tai and, Chi class, and, and, we and I can talk- barely bend. <laughs> and I can disclose, we were talking about our arthritis this morning. <laughs> In various parts of our body, which we both have. Yeah. 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 Oh, people, you don't care, do you? Sorry. <laughs> we digress. My train left the track and Sean's caboose went right behind me. We haven't digressed because we haven't got on. We haven't started yeah, we yet. We haven't started yet. We haven't started. Hi, it's Wacky Poem Life. Yeah, we're excited. Thank you all for being here. Yeah. yeah. And this is a little bit of a, 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 even though we're starting out frivolously and laughing. Yeah. Um, it, it is more it's of a pretty seri- deep. It's a deep poem. Down. It's a deep poem. Down yeah. the muddy ditch with the tadpoles. It's a deep, deep. poem. Yeah. Actually, and, we're down there with Beelzebub is ooh, what this poem is more about, isn't it? Beelzebub, that, that, that's as bad as Beetlejuice. The Lord of the Flies. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Um, Satan. Ooh. <laughs> Sean, you just keep going deeper and deeper. Now we're in the center of the earth. My oh goodness. <laughs> my goodness. Hellfire and brimstone. What the heck are you doing to me? We're in the inferno. Yeah. Nine levels yeah. down. I like this poem. Yes. I liked it because it's yes. a it's it's a blackout poem, mm-hmm. and the lines are blacked out to create these words, which you're going to post, I mm-hmm. assume. Yes. So 
here on uh, go. If you're not listening to us at wackypoemlife.com, you need to go there because you will see a picture of the poem that we're talking about today. And that's what we do here every every week for 30 minutes or more. If we can't shut up, right. we, it's more. It happens. <laughs> we talk about a poem <laughs> that someone has left in the World Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. Yeah. Right. And this is a blackout poem where someone took a marker to a page torn from a book and created a poem. Mm-hmm. Right. You will read it for us? I will read it. Eternal truth is a dangerous thing. The results of it we see every day. Smart men appropriate large sums of other people's money, use high political positions for purely selfish ends, serve darkness. <laughs> yeah, it's serve just, it's darkness. powerful. It's power, yes. serve darkness. And again, again, we I, we see that in our daily news, you know, we see darkness occurring in in what's occurring overseas in Ukraine uh, to to the Ukrainian people. I keep going back to that because Sean, you know, the young man that we have grown to uh, to uh, mm-hmm. a few episodes a few ago, episodes ago, uh, Yuri made contact with made yeah. contact with who who actually has contacted me. We had a, a nice discussion on Good. on Messenger. Good. Um, I feel like that this is something that that country is going through, uh, based purely upon, in my opinion, greed, yeah. greed, greed, greed. The eternal truth of greed. Yeah, and because its what destructive power? Exactly. What is the bottom line of this of the invasion overseas is greed, mm-hmm. power, and greed, and it is uh, the epitome of evil, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and did you notice? Uh, maybe our readers will notice smart is italicized Mm -hmm. because it's like quoting it smart yeah smart emphasizing emphasizing are they really smart not not smart not smart absolutely not yeah never Uh -uh. good use of the italics i think so i think so that's why i did smart Mm -hmm. i really snarkily said it (laughs) (laughs) snarkily (laughs) i did i did i did influenced by Satan, perhaps. Satan, perhaps. Satan. That word keeps coming up. Was it Satan? Are you are you a big church lady fan from SNL? Remember that? Could it have been? Oh yeah, Satan. <laughs> can't, do Dana Dana, can't do yeah. Dana Carvey. Can't do Dana Carvey's voice, but Dana yeah, Carvey. that yeah. was that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've done this this blackout poem. It's a it's a form of poetry. A lot of people do it nowadays. In fact, I saw an event that someone had in Tulsa. I can't remember if it was at a bookstore or where it was at, and there was an event recently that that's what they did. They got together and did blackout poetry and I think had a few drinks or something. So it's pretty popular. Um, I I used to do it with my students a long time ago, and so it's been around. It's, it's like discovering a treasure within pages. It's a found poem. Yeah. 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 And how do you decide what you're going to black out? Mm-hmm. Is it just, is it a novel? Is it uh, another poem that you edit down? Mm-hmm. How do you decide what you are going to black out? Because do you choose the page? before you're going to black it out, or do you find keywords and then decide to black mm-hmm. it out? Well, you could do either one, and I've done either. I've done both of those with students. I've, you know, sometimes I've just handed them a page and they didn't have any choice uh, other than if there were words on the front or the back, you know, they okay. could choose that. Yeah. This poem was actually uh, done in the poetry museum that we used to have out in the country in that location, so I'm thinking it's 
four or five years old, probably. Okay. I don't remember what the prompt was. I think we did have some blackout poetry in there when we had an exhibit called In the Bones. So there were a lot of activities in there where people were asked to, you know, get down to the bare bones of something with their words. So mm-hmm. that might have been when this was mm-hmm. posted. I'm not real good at archiving things, so I didn't put a year or anything on it. You mentioned though, what year was this? What year was this page from? This this. So this person has made their poem, their blackout poem, on a page from an essay that was actually published in 1891. 1891, Mm -hmm. well over 100 years ago. (laughs) And so if I might read just a portion of this again. Yes. Smart smart men appropriate large sums of other people's money, use high political positions for purely selfish ends, serve others darkness. I mean, that is the front page of our headlines and our news this very day. Yeah. This very day. Yeah. It's that. And smart, of course, is I say italicized because obviously not smart. And by that, I mean, of course, I can say the name Putin. Not not a smart man. Absolutely (laughs) not. And he does serve darkness, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, he Rip. may be smart in ways that we don't consider to I be, suppose. you know, I um, yeah. intelligent and, and ethical. I mean, you know, smart, that's an well, interesting word. It's really not the same thing as intelligent, I don't think. You're right, because he would not have attained the position he has attained mm-hmm. were he unintelligent. Yeah. Conn- he's conniving. He's manipulative. And I suppose in some ways he is smart to attain the position that he did attain, yeah. even though I, you know, I despise the man you know, personally. Yeah. Right. The part of the from the original essay, this was an essay that was published in Cornell Magazine um, by Hiram Corson, who was a professor there at Cornell. And part of the the poem that's blacked out, like when you were reading the results of it, we see every day. And then the part that's blacked out is... Um, and we read of it in the newspapers, in the actions of smart men of our country, men who can falsify bank accounts and appropriate large sums of other people's money to their own use, who use high political p- positions for purely selfish ends and serve the prince of this world in various ways. Now, serve the prince of this the world? The prince of this world. Now, who would that be by chance? The, the Lord of the Flies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking. You're like, Whoa. All right. And it goes on the original. These men have had a good education, as it is called. That is, they have been well stuffed in the schools with the small details of this planet. Mm-hmm. But they That's missed... an interesting way to describe, you know, being educated. You were well stuffed. 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 <laughs> almost like. With pro- small details. Again, it's almost like being propagandized. Yeah. Um, but well, you know, you know the the facts, perhaps. You know the intellectual. Yeah. Um, you have intellectual wealth, perhaps. Yeah. But does that make you a moral person? Obviously, obviously not. Obviously not. <laughs> and there's always there is a factor you did not consider. There is a factor you did not consider. I. Uh, not I, you, not Sean you, Perkins. Not Sean Perkins. I no, did not consider. You consider everything, always. <laughs> You're eight steps ahead of me at every any given moment, obviously. The, you know, the only reason we do this podcast is because I want to sit here and have Bill stroke my ego. Y'all, y'all figured that out, haven't you? And I go home and I say, do you believe what she had me say? Do you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, Putin did not think this 
conflict was going to go the way it's gone. He had no idea. He he had all his generals and everything thinking this is going to be a cakewalk, and it is anything but. Mm-hmm. Anything but. So. Well, yeah. I would hope that we've gotten a tad bit wiser over the years about. We don't. No, Sean, we don't. <laughs> we don't. You know, from Ukraine to Oklahoma, there are things that we are, 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 we think we make strides forward and we just slide backwards. I know. Because, like you say, this is from an 1891 essay History that this person has put this repeats. blackout poem on. History yeah. repeats. Mm-hmm. We don't learn, you know. Yeah, because here's another thing, Bill. I was telling you about this before we started. Uh, We're recording this on April 29th, 29th, and on this day, you know, we'd already decided to do this poem a week or so ago, or I had decided and told you we were going to do it. Right. (laughs) You told me. We will do this this poem. And this morning, in my inbox, my email inbox, I get a poem a day from the uh, Poetry Foundation, and the poem of the day from the Poetry Foundation was a blackout poem. And you had no idea idea. that was going to occur, so that was so fortuitous. I think so. Fortuitous. 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 Serendipitous. And yes. it's it goes along with the theme. I'm not going to read it or anything, but it goes along with the theme. What we're talking about, do we learn from our mistakes? Because the title of this poem that showed up in my inbox today is Rodney King. Yeah. And it's by a poet named Crystal Simone Smith. And today, in 1992, is the day that all four officers were acquitted of assault charges in mm-hmm. the, the Rodney King uh, incident. And we saw how that turned out yeah. and the rights that ensued from that decision. Yeah. So, um, and then here, here, decades later, we had... Yeah, yeah. Riots and uprisings and and, and I can't and remember his last Derek the police officer's Chauvin, last Derek Chauvin, yes who, who, we have him who, who kneeled on the neck of uh, yeah. yeah right but he did yeah he did get he did get convicted mm-hmm. there was a conviction correct uh, yes tad, uh, tad bit of but but it, it, look at look at what it took to get there you know it took yeah. an, an insurmountable amount of. And again, it's uh, happening across the nation, of course. Yeah. But uh, and and I so I ha- I didn't because this was just this morning, so I didn't contact the the poet Crystal Smith. So, but if you all want to read her poem, Rodney King, uh, just go on uh, Poetry Foundation. You'll you'll see it there. Yeah, yeah, very powerful. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it's just these things happen that are that are just strange because I hadn't thought about black hat poems for a while until. You know, I found this one in a folder, and I thought we should do this one. And then here, here it is again. Yeah. And is the reason you chose this because it is so reflective of the headlines we see day and the and the, and the newscasts we see nightly, or well, was there it another reason? Has a universal appeal. It is ubiquitous to, to you know things that are still going on nowadays. It um, it's extremely well done blackout poem. You know, I've I've read because I've had students, uh, high school students usually do this over the years. I've read some really bad ones before or ones that they didn't take much effort at. Um, and, and so this one's done well. And it does have a little bit of art around it, too. So that's it, another reason you need to go and look at it. Right. And uh, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, if, if money is the root of all evil, why is it the fruit of our labor? Again, uh, you know, that there's no no answer to that. It's a it's a endless question but this has a picture of a modified hand catching dollar bills and coin or money and coins so it's um, sort of alluding to the fact that the pursuit of money sometimes really is dangerous Mm -hmm. and causes pain conflict Mm -hmm. death destruction yeah and you can have way too much fruit you certainly can. Yeah. You certainly can. Do you really need that many bananas? No you do not. You're getting overwhelmed with your cantaloupe. 
<laughs> right, okay, right. You're you're uh, getting buried under the weight of the blueberries and the raspberries. Yeah. So, so you need another so piece of fruit. Maybe it is a fruit so. of your labors, but you do not need a giant fruit basket. Yeah, you need to spread the fruit out a little bit. You know, don't don't be yeah. buying this or that, or you know, buying a spacecraft or going to the Pluto wherever you're going. Spending forty three billion dollars to buy Twitter. Yeah. I mean, you know, tweeting is all fun and all good and stuff, but you know, I can tweet on two bucks. <laughs> I just—it's obscene to me. It is obscene to me. The ego stroking, you know, and not yours, but you know that that occurs in society. Oh, I didn't think you oh. were talking. <laughs> oh, I realize you're a billionaire, but dang, Sean. Goodness. The meme that's going around, you know, it's the Dolly Parton one. You know, what would Dolly Parton do if she had $43 billion? I'd have it hurt. Well, she'd buy more. She'd buy, you know, she's already bought books for every elementary yeah. kid in the nation. Yeah. yeah. I trust just, Dolly more than Oh, my gosh, yes. Else. Dolly for president. Yeah, Dolly. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the Blackout poem... There are you can go online and just just Google that and there's some really artistic ones too. I mean, there are people who create a piece of art from their design, okay. from the way that they blacked out things. And yeah. uh, and I've occasionally had students do that too. It's difficult mm-hmm. because you know you, you're trying to create a work of art at the same time you're trying to create. Well, a how coin. would you do that though? What would they do? Is it is it with different colored markers they create the art or well see like this hand right, that we right. have at the bottom of this one yeah. i could see where someone would try to black out things within this to make it look like a hand oh i see so you have a hand a, an actual visual hand and then the words inside that hand create the poem yeah and see how hard you're making oh, it yeah. doubly hard for yeah. yourself but so those are really really cool those, ones when you see those right Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this started, it's um, the tradition of the blackout poem comes from uh, a while back. Actually, you know, Benjamin Franklin might have been one of the, the people that this started with because he, um, this is from an article I found on Medium by a guy. He didn't give his name. He's just called Offbeat Poet. He um, he published a, a broadsheet of puns. They were constructed with words that were read across the, the columns of a newspaper instead of up and down. And um, so that created some some playful puns, kind of a mad lib for the 18th century. And so that was called like redacted mm-hmm. poetry. Mm-hmm. And then that just continued on. There's the data. I'm, I always get this word. Data, dataism. Dataism. Datis poet. Oh, okay. So then data, dataism came along and uh, people... Uh, artists trying to express their discontent with greed mm-hmm. and violence and, and war and, and so forth. Um, they did that in their poetry, too, by taking words that someone had already written, like a newspaper article, and cutting it up and then putting the words uh, together to make something new, usually a critique of what that article was about. Okay. Turning kind of it, like our person it has done. Itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so... That, that was another form of this type of poetry. And then I saw, you all should look this up, or, or maybe I'll try to put a, a picture next to our, um, our podcast on the website. There was a British guy named Tom Phillips who wrote a book called A Humament. Humament. He was in a bookshop, and he was trying to find a cheap book. You know how people do altered books, and they make art out of them? Know what I'm saying, Bill? Right. I do. I do. I do, indeed. Yes. <laughs> I lost, I lost Bill I saw, there for a minute because I'm talking. The, I saw Bird out the window. 
Come back to class. <laughs> there still. are no windows in this room. <laughs> well, don't tell them that. Shit. Don't tell them. So he's looking in this bookshop trying to find an old book, and he came across a novel called A Human Document. And it's a Victorian novel. And he took that novel home and he just turned it into a work of art. He painted on it. He made collages on it. He drew over pages and created all kinds of like found poems within the text of the story. And and that's another example of this this blackout. I think most of our listeners, I'm being presumptuous, may not have ever uh, done a blackout poem or or know what a blackout poem is. But it's almost harder than writing a for me. It's harder than writing a poem is if I have a page and I'm I'm to create another work of work of uh, uh, art or if you will within this page. It, it's an art to to be able to pull to pull something else out of uh, assemble words that are already there that yeah. are not your own. But yeah, you and then there are people who who are more phased by the blank page. Yeah. So you're probably not phased by the blank page. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they want something to start with. Yes. And so that that could be a start. That's too. true. See, blank a blank page is like it. That's my canvas. Oh, I love. Blank oh, here pages. we here we go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I love them in terms of the fact that I want to fill them up. Yeah, I, I don't like them. No, we you don't. can walk around this museum and see. I don't like blank right. pages. Everything's filled up everywhere. Right. There's well, room. There's room well, for you to add. And I, and I have been to your home. And also, <laughs> may I, I no say, let me give you her address. No, but, but, but it's, uh, you know, words mean so much to you that you have on your walls at yes, home. Yes, I write you know, on my I, walls. I find that brave. Yes. A lot of people would be like, oh, I don't know what color to choose. You're like, I don't know what poem to put on my wall here. And for, you know, I live in a manufactured home. A manufactured she means, she home. Means, she means to say mansion. mansion. Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I don't care what I write on the walls because well, it's all going to fall you apart. Probably, you probably, it's all going to fall apart in a few if decades you lived in anyway. A mansion, you would probably write your words on your walls. Right? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, take it back. I can't see Maybe. myself living in a mansion anyway. Well, but, you know, whatever. S- suburban home, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You know, does it every time there- Bill that there's a blackout, I just feel so. A blackout. What do you mean? Powerless. What do you mean by blackout? Like a uh, electric electrical blackout or a? Okay, stop it. <laughs> See, I stepped right into the uh, on this trap, and I got stuck by the stakes. Every time there's a blackout, she feels powerless. Get it, folks? I didn't. <laughs> Dang it! You got me again. I was a very blonde child. I will say that. Yeah. I used to be blonde. Oh, very blonde. You're very blonde. Yes, uh, I've seen photos yeah, of your blondness in the early yes. days. I have seen photos of your blondness. Your sisters were blonde. You all were blondes. We were all blonde. You were a trio yeah, we're a of blondes. Very blonde family. Yeah. Very a quadruple. Blonde. A quadruple. Your, blo- your brother was blonde as well. Yes. Oh, gosh. Quadruple yeah. blonde. Yeah. Is that a blonde shade, do you think? That's the name of a band, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> you, you certainly weren't. You certainly were not four non-blondes. You were four blondes. Because there is a four non-blondes. You're the four blondes. No. Okay. That's enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Quit baiting me. Quit baiting me. <laughs> Back to yeah. the poem. Back to the poem. Okay. Yeah. So the the essay, if you all want to read the essay, it, it's actually kind of interesting that this poem is, is blacked out on. It's called What Does, What Knows, What Is. And it was in the October 1891 edition of Cornell Magazine, like I said, it must have been reprinted into a book, which is the page that this person actually wrote on, because that doesn't look like it's from, from a journal. I, I, I could be wrong. But it, the whole essay is about the problems of educating 
especially it's talking about colleges. It might have been talking about high schools, too. But the problem of educating the mind and the intellect at the expense of the spirit or the soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would that hold true today, that that line of thinking, or, or would that be termed uh, theocratic? It's another one of those things that people have been bit griping, <laughs> griping about. Bit griping. Bit griping. I got it. Yeah. Griping about yeah. forever, yeah. you know, and they gripe about it today in 2022 and think it's something new. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's sort of a false, false flag, false. You know, I don't know. I don't well, know. Why is it an either or? It, it, it's not. It never is. You know, it never is. You can educate the whole person. Absolutely. You don't have to just give people yeah. facts and yeah. details and scientific information. Yeah. You can enlighten them through art and literature. And yeah. I've always music. said my bubble does not have to put, bust your bubble. We can all float together. <laughs> not all, not you know there are not many cactuses around. We can all just kind of float together and bounce off each Depends other. Depends on where you're at. I suppose you know, Arizona's kind of difficult. <laughs> true, it's true. Very true. We're just floating bubbles. Floating I like, bubbles. I like that. Floating bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. I, I, I like this. I, I like the, the meaning of this. And again, I'm just, I'm a little bit focused, hyper-focused, hence my shirt. You yes. Know, the, the Tulsa-Ukraine connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just hyper-focused on what, what, I'm, what I'm seeing. And I'm, I don't want it to happen in other parts of the country or other parts of the world like it's happening overseas. And I can see it happening close to home and it really really bothers me it really bothers me and i do think sean that the ukraine sacrifice what what they're doing they're sacrificing that's making the world safer in a, in in, a, in an odd sense because it's it is it is um unifying nations like we have never seen or actually in, in quite a while so i feel like that it's uh, uh there is light to be seen in this darkness mm-hmm so I'm, I, I tend to focus on that and not look at what's happening and dwell in this mm-hmm. fiery pit of Satan, I should say. That's kind of a neat way. You said there's light to be seen in the darkness. Yes, And that's yes. kind of what this poem is like, um, that it's showing you the the light by uh, surrounding it with darkness. Right. So pay attention to what's in the light. And I think I've said this before, that that's kind of what a poem is about, too. It, it's not... It doesn't pull the light out, you know, and shine it on you. It pulls you into the darkness, and then it shines a flash of light around so that you can see inside that darkness. Because if you're just pulled out of it, you're not going to learn from it, and you're not going to see what it is. You're not going to see the evil. You're not going to see the violence and um, the chaos. Um, So you have to be inside it. To and allow someone to, shine, to show it to you. Which is kind of what this poem has done. Mm-hmm. There's light around the darkness of this blackout poem. Yes. There's light in the darkness of that of that uh, uh, power plant in the Ukraine where the people are, thousands of people are held underground, yet they're able to get social media in, illuminated to their plight. There's light there to show mm-hmm. us what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Powerful. A thousand points, a thousand of, points light. of light. I don't like that reference. I, I can't, who was that? Bush. Bush. 
<laughs> Bill put his finger up to his lips saying, be quiet. <laughs> These phrases just come sometimes, and I, you know, I vaguely remember them from years past, but I don't, but they, I don't they get the attachment. Sprung, they sprung up again, and, <laughs> and, and they've, they've, they've taken root. Do, do you remember, by chance? Of course, you do. Tiananmen Square, mm-hmm. and the and the, uh, the the bravery of the uh, a few people, especially the one man yes. who stood up with his fist and that. Has a little plastic bag of groceries well, in yes. his hand, and and, and a front, in front of a tank, mm-hmm. stood up in opposition to this tank. Well, I I see that across in overseas right now. Mm-hmm. I see that overseas right now. And there was a song, and it, by the Susie and the Banshees, the uh, uh, the Ghost in You, and one of the lyrics says, "The whisper of your scream sighed through the air, and faith, the flag is torn and frayed, inferno heat, glory in flame." Love was beaten and betrayed, except it wasn't. It never is. You know, there, and so that's what I'm seeing across overseas now. So I just am in awe of the bravery. What's that song about? Do you know? The song is about Tiananmen Square. Oh, that's about it's that. It's about Tiananmen oh, okay. Square, and it's about the the bravery of the people who stood up to the, the machine, mm-hmm. as it were, mm-hmm. who stood up to this impossible machine and said, I'm a human. You will not take me. Mm-hmm. And yes, they might have been killed. But there, hence the song was born. Hence, uh, freedom never fully dies. It just tries to be snuffed out. So, never successfully. So, yeah. yeah. I got deep. Just got deep, folks. <laughs> it doesn't get blacked out. It doesn't get blacked out like this. It never gets blacked out. There's always kernels of truth to be found in the darkness. Yeah. Let me tell you a blackout poem. Okay. okay. Uh, joke, I mean. Oh. <laughs> Gave it, I got. I was gonna get serious now. I got to change my my my, my frame of reference. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> a guy walks into a bar with giraffe. They take a seat at the bar and they start taking shots. Giraffe gets blackout drunk and passes out on the floor. The guy gets up and goes to leave the bar, and the bartender says, "Hey, you can't leave that line here." And the guy says, "It's not a line. It's a giraffe." <laughs> And I don't know why he passed out because <laughs> what because, kind of shots? Because his head is so far from his his it, all you know it's so high <laughs> up in the air that it took a while for the alcohol to reach his head. He but blacked how did, out. How did he even get it out of a shot I, glass? I, that's my. Did thought. he have a straw that's in the my, shot and, glass? And the yeah, how, we need to know these things. <laughs> we need we have questions. That's that's the only that's the only joke I got. <laughs> like a, a blackout joke with the giraffe. <laughs> Yeah. They say giraffes almost black out when they drink water because they have to kneel down. Their heads go up so quickly that they almost pass they out. They almost black. Who knew? Maybe that's a brownout. A brownout. Brownout. Because I, I read something that said a brownout is a partial blackout. Oh, yes. With le- electrical brownouts. Yeah. Kind of thing. Because yeah. you know what? What brown is? What uh, color? Uh, I don't know. Uh, shade. Uh, it's Password. I don't know. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> who who was the who was the host on Password? Uh, it was the, was it Dick Clark? Dick Clark. Dick Clark was the host on Password. Correct. Yeah. No, no, uh, no. It was Betty White's Betty White's uh, ex husband. Um, <laughs> you know what? Didn't Dick Clark? Di- no, he was a pyramid. A, a twenty five thousand dollar pyramid was, was Dick, Dick Clark? Clark, and also the American Bandstand. <laughs> well, of course, American Bandstand. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan Alan something Alan Ludden. Oh, that Got wasn't it. what I thought it was. Got it. <laughs> Did I win? Did I win? Did I get 
Too many? Alan Ludden? Okay. But my question was, okay. do you know what brown is? Brown is? Uh, no, I don't know. What it's not is. quite black. Not quite black. <laughs> True. True. It's getting there. Not quite. I wonder, could you do a brown out poem? Uh it would be it would be sort of like a you know like why are you a, sighing, Bill? Like a pig pen thing, just surrounded by dust, and you know, partially not quite obscured, like the black. You can infer. Am I getting too deep again? <laughs> I don't know, Sean. Why are you asking me these things? I, I didn't even bring enough wine for this today. Are you kidding me? I I like that idea of a brownout poem. Though. Brownout, something different. Okay. What about a whiteout, like a blizzard? A whiteout poem. Whiteout poem. Okay. I don't know. Pink out? Pink out. Red out. Orange Blue out. out. Green out. Yeah. Yeah. Orange out. Okay. I think we need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you all are still listening. <laughs> yeah. Thank I think we've you. lost everyone. Everyone has left. You know, it's like we have one listener Crickets. left. Yeah. Crickets. There's nobody else out there. <laughs> <laughs> Fields are barren. Hello. Fields are barren. Yeah. Roadkill. Roadkill. Yeah. Certainly blacked out. Browned out on the highway. Yeah, roadkill. Right. Right. <laughs> But I hope our, I hope our, you know, we did mention the fact that uh, our, our friend Yuri has listened to a podcast, and we are hoping he's safe. I've not heard from him in several days. I've, I've messaged him, and I haven't heard back. I hope he's safe, and we certainly dedicate so much support to him and his mm-hmm. family and his people. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely yeah. never forgotten. So, and we'll yeah. keep updating when we hear from you. Absolutely, yeah, I enjoy it. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Share, 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 share away. Share. Sunny Be and generous share away. with our links. Yes, yes. Share you may, away. you may do whatever you want with my links, Ooh. but share them. Okay. Well, you got her permission. <laughs> Thanks. Till next time. Bye bye.